Bible in a Year Live Chronological Project, Week 3, Day 2, Common English Bible. When Jacob learned that there was grain in Egypt, he said to his sons, Why are you staring blankly at each other? I've just heard that there's grain in Egypt. Go down there and buy some for us so that we can survive and not starve to death. So Joseph's ten brothers went down to buy grain in Egypt. However, Jacob didn't send Joseph's brother Benjamin along with his brothers because he thought something bad might happen to him. Israel's sons came to buy grain with others who also came since the famine had spread to the land of Canaan. As for Joseph, he was the land's governor, and he was the one selling grain to all the land's people. When Joseph's brothers arrived, they bowed down to him, their faces to the ground. When Joseph saw his brothers, he recognized them, but he acted like he didn't know them. He spoke to them with a harsh tone and said, Where have you come from? And they said, from the land of Canaan to buy food. Joseph recognized his brothers, but they didn't recognize him. Joseph remembered the dreams he had had dreamed about them and said to them, You are spies. You have come to look for the country's weaknesses. They said to him, No, master, your servants have just come to buy food. We are all sons of one man. We are honest men. Your servants aren't spies. He said to them, No. You've come to look for the country's weaknesses. They said, We, your servants, are twelve brothers, sons of one man in the land of Canaan. The youngest is now with our father, but one is gone. Joseph said to them, It's just as I have said to you, you are spies. But here is how to prove yourself. As Pharaoh lives, you won't leave here until your youngest brother arrives. Send one of you to get your brother, but the rest of you will stay in prison. We will find out if your words are true. If not, as Pharaoh lives, you are certainly spies. He put them all in prison for three days. On the third day, Joseph said to them, Do this and you will live, for I am a God-fearing man. If you are honest men, I'll let one of your brothers stay in prison and the rest of you go. Take grain back to those in your household who are hungry. But bring your youngest brother back to me so that your words will prove true and you won't die. So they prepared to do this. The brothers said to each other, We are clearly guilty for what we did to our brother when we saw his life in danger and when he begged us for mercy, but we didn't listen. That's why we're in this danger now. Reuben responded to them, Didn't I tell you don't do anything wrong to the boy? But you wouldn't listen. So now this is payback for his death. They didn't know that Joseph was listening to them because they were using an interpreter. He stepped away from them and wept. When he returned, he spoke with them again. Then he took Simeon from them and tied him up in front of them. Then Joseph gave orders to fill their bags with grain, to put back each man's silver into his own sack, and to give them provisions for their trip. And it was done. They loaded their grain onto their donkeys and they set out. When they stopped to spend the night, one of them opened his sack to feed his donkey and he saw his silver at the top of his sack. He said to his brothers, My silver's been returned. It's right here in my sack. Their hearts stopped. Terrified, they said to each other, What has God done to us? When they got back to their father Jacob in the land of Canaan, they described to him everything that had happened to them. 
The man, the country's governor, spoke to us with a harsh tone and accused us of being spies in the country. We told him, We're honest men, not spies. We're twelve brothers, all our father's sons. One of us is gone, but the youngest is right now with our father in the land of Canaan. The man, the country's governor, told us, This is how I will know you are honest men. Leave one of your brothers with me, take grain for those in your household who are hungry, and go. But bring back your youngest brother to me. Then I will know that you are not spies, but honest men. I will give your brother back to you, and you may travel throughout the country. When they opened their sacks, each man found a pouch of his silver in his sack. When they and their father saw their pouches of silver, they were afraid. Their father Jacob said to them, You've taken my children from me. Joseph's gone, Simeon's gone, and you are taking Benjamin. All this can't really be happening to me. Reuben said to his father, You may put both of my sons to death if I don't bring him back to you. Make him my responsibility, and I will make sure he returns to you. But Jacob said to him, My son won't go down with you because his brother is dead, and he's been left all alone. If anything were to happen to him on the trip you are taking, you would send me, old as I am, to my grave in grief. The famine was severe in the land, and they had eaten all the grain that they brought from Egypt. Their father said to them, Go back and buy us a little food. Judah said to him, The man was absolutely serious when he said, You may not see me again without your brother with you. If you agree to send our brother with us, then we will go down and buy you food. But if you don't agree to send him, then we can't go down because the man said to us, You may not see me again without your brother with you. Israel said, Why have you caused me such pain by telling the man you had another brother? They said, The man asked us pointedly about our family. Is your father still alive? Do you have a brother? So we told him just what we have said. How were we to know he'd say, bring your brother down here? Judah said to his father Israel, send a young man with me. Let's get ready to leave so that we can stay alive and not die. We, you, and our children. I will guarantee his safety. You can hold me responsible. If I don't bring him back to you and place him here in front of you, it will be my fault forever. If we hadn't waited so long, we would have returned twice by now. Their father Israel said to them, If it has to be, then do this. Take in your bags some of the land's choice produce and bring it down to the man as a gift. A little medicine, now resin, a little honey, gum, resin, pistachios, and almonds. Take twice as much silver with you and take back the silver returned in the top of your sack. It might have been a mistake. And take your brother, get ready, and go back to the man. May God Almighty make the man compassionate toward you so that he may send back your other brother and Benjamin with you. But me, if I am left childless, then I am left childless. So the men took this gift. They took twice as much silver with them together with Benjamin. They left, traveled down to Egypt, and received an audience with Joseph. When Joseph saw Benjamin with them, he said to the manager of his household, Bring the men to the house and slaughter an animal and prepare it, because the men will have dinner with me at noon. The man did as Joseph told him and brought the men to Joseph's house. 
when they were brought to Joseph's house, the men were frightened and said, We've been brought here because of the silver put back in our sacks on our first trip so he can overpower us, capture us, make slaves of us, and take our donkeys. They approached the man who was Joseph's household manager and spoke to him at the house's entrance. Please, master, we came down the first time just to buy food, but when we stopped to spend the night and opened our sacks, there was the exact amount each man's silver at the top of his sack. We've brought it back with us, and we've brought down with us additional silver to buy food. We don't know who put our silver in our sacks. He said, You are fine. Don't be afraid. Your God and your father's God must have hidden a treasure in your sack. I received your money. Then he brought Simeon out to them. The manager brought the men into Joseph's house and gave them water to wash their feet and feed for their donkeys. They prepared the gift, anticipating Joseph's arrival at noon, since they had heard that they would have a meal there. When Joseph came into the house, they presented him the gift they had brought with them into the house, and they bowed low in front of him. He asked them how they were and said, How is your elderly father? But about whom you spoke, is he still alive? They said, Your servant, your father, is fine. He's still alive. And they bowed down again with deep respect. Joseph looked up and saw his brother Benjamin, his own mother's son, and he said, Is this your youngest brother, whom you told me about? God be gracious to you, my son. Joseph's feelings for his brother were so strong, he was about to weep. So he rushed to another room and wept there. He washed his face, came back, pulled himself together and said, Set out the dinner. So they set out his food by himself, their food by themselves, and the Egyptians who ate with him by themselves, because the Egyptians don't allow themselves to eat with Hebrews. The Egyptians think it beneath their dignity. They were seated in front of him from the oldest to the youngest in their exact birth order, and the men looked at each other with amazement. Portions of food from Joseph's table were brought to them, but Benjamin's portions was five times as large as theirs, so they drank together and were at ease. Joseph gave commands to his household manager, Fill the men's sacks with as much food as they'll hold, and put each man's silver at the top of his sack. Put my cup, the silver cup, on top of the youngest brother's sack, together with the silver for his grain. So he did just as Joseph told him to do. At dawn, the men and their donkeys were sent off. They had left the city but hadn't gone far when Joseph said to his household manager, Get ready, go after the men and catch up with them. Ask them, Why have you repaid hostility with ingratitude? Isn't this the cup my master drinks from and uses to discover God's plans? What you've done is despicable. When he caught up to them, he repeated these words. They replied, Why does my master talk to us like this? Your servants would never do such a thing. The silver that we found at the top of our sacks we've just brought back to you from the land of Canaan. We didn't steal silver or gold from your master's house. Whoever of your servants is found with it will be put to death and we'll be my master's slaves. He said, Fine, we'll do just as you've said. Whoever is found with it will be my slave and the rest of you will go free. 
Everyone quickly lowered their sacks down to the ground and each opened his sack. He searched the oldest first and the youngest last, and the cup was found in Benjamin's sack. At this, they tore their clothes. Then everyone loaded their donkeys and they returned to the city. When Judah and his brothers arrived at Joseph's house, he was still there, and they fell to the ground in front of him. Joseph said to them, What's this you've done? Didn't you know someone like me can discover God's plans? Judah replied, What can we say to my master? What words can we use? How can we prove we are innocent? God has found your servants guilty. We are now your slaves, all of us, including the one found with the cup. Joseph said, I'd never do such a thing. Only the man found with the cup will be my slave. As for the rest of you, you are free to go back to your father. Judah approached him and said, Please, my master, allow your servant to say something to my master without getting angry with your servant, since you are like Pharaoh himself. My master asked his servants, Do you have a father or brother? And we said to my master, Yes, we have an elderly father and a young brother, born when he was old. His brother is dead, and he's his mother's only child, but his father loves him. You told your servants, bring him down to me so I can see him. And we said to my master, the young man can't leave his father. If he leaves, his father will die. You said to your servants, if your youngest brother doesn't come down with you, you'll never see my face again. When we went back to my father, your servant, we told him what you said. Our father told us, go back and buy for us a little food. But we said, we can't go down. We will go down only if our youngest brother is with us. We won't be able to gain an audience with the man without our youngest brother with us. Your servant, my father, said to us, You know that my wife gave birth to two sons for me. One disappeared and I said, He must have been torn up by a wild animal and I haven't seen him since. And if you take this one from me too... Something terrible will happen to him, and you will send me, old as I am, to my grave in despair. When I now go back to your servant, my father, without the young man, whose life is so bound up with his, and when he sees that the young man isn't with me, he will die, and your servants will have sent our father, your servant, old as he is, to his grave in grief. I, your servant, guaranteed the young man's safety to my father, telling him, if I don't bring him back to you, it will be my fault forever. Now please, let your servant stay as your slave instead of the young man, so that he can go back with his brothers. How can I go back to my father without the young man? I couldn't bear to see how badly my father would be hurt. Joseph could no longer control himself in front of all his attendants, so he declared, Everyone, leave now. So no one stayed with him when he revealed his identity to his brothers. He wept so loudly that the Egyptians and Pharaoh's household heard him. Joseph said to his brothers, I'm Joseph. Is my father really still alive? His brothers couldn't respond because they were terrified before him. Joseph said to his brothers, Come closer to me. And they moved closer. He said, I'm your brother Joseph, the one you sold to Egypt. Now, don't be upset and don't be angry with yourselves that you sold me here. Actually, God sent me before you to save lives. 
We've already had two years of famine in the land, and there are five years left without planting or harvesting. God sent me before you to make sure you'd survive and to rescue your lives in this amazing way. You didn't send me here. It was God who made me a father to Pharaoh, master of his entire household, and ruler of the whole land of Egypt. Hurry, go back to your father. Tell him this is what your son Joseph says. God has made me master of all of Egypt. Come down to me. Don't delay. You may live in the land of Goshen, so you will be near me. Your children, your grandchildren, your flocks, your herds, and everyone with you. I will support you there. So you, your household, and everyone with you won't starve, since the famine will still last five years. You and my brother Benjamin have seen with your own eyes that I am speaking to you. Tell my father about my power in Egypt and about everything you've seen. Hurry and bring my father down here. He threw his arms around his brother Benjamin's neck and wept, and Benjamin wept on his shoulder. He kissed all of his brothers and wept, embracing them. After that, his brothers were finally able to talk to him.